Before we start, I just want to let everybody know that this podcast is brought to you by rockauto.com. Go to rockauto.com and there you will find all the best parts available for your car or truck. And when you're done and they ask, hey, how did you hear about us? Right Locked On Podcast so they know that we sent you. Welcome into Locked On Tigers. I'm your host, Chris Castellani. It is Tuesday, April 27th, 2021. Thank you for tuning in today. The Tigers got swept yesterday uh, by the Kansas City Royals. Their record is now 7-16, and and I am going to talk about the game. I want to maintain relative structure here, you know, structured chaos, let's say, where I, I want, you know, I do want this show to remain relatively consistent from day to day, but I will say over the last several days, the social media vitriol, not just coming from idiots like me, but coming from reliable sources. Bob Wojanowski wrote a scathing piece in the Detroit News. Cody Stavenhagen wrote a a very frustrated article in in The Athletic, and I talked about this stuff in my postgame too, but I want to bring it up again here because I think it's important I think the bow is broken in regards to patience because I did not predict this team to be good. Nobody did. Nobody thought this team would be solid, but they are, as of right now, on pace to be, I'd have to look at the number I crunched in, but if not worse than 2019, slightly, slightly better, like a game or two better. I think they're on pace for like 112 losses right now. That is completely unacceptable, and I think people's patience has been been has been broken uh, quite frankly uh, to be honest with you and I don't blame any person out there who is frustrated you should be frustrated there's no world in which frustration isn't acceptable at this point in the rebuild because this team right now looks like the worst team in baseball they are fundamentally pitiful they have one of the worst offenses I've ever seen Whatever good pitching they have, they completely waste it. The bullpen is a disaster. The the one thing you can hang your hat on is the fact that I think they have a good manager. If that's the only thing you can hang your hat on, then we're in deep doo-doo, quite frankly, because this is one of the worst teams that we've seen here. I do want to talk about yesterday's game, a 3-2 loss at the hands of the Kansas City Royals. There is one silver lining, because if me three, four years ago would have spent this entire podcast ripping this team and talking about how terrible they are, and I'm going to spend a lot of time doing that. There is absolutely a time and a place for that. But there was a silver lining yesterday, and it's a silver lining that, looking at the line, you probably may not agree with necessarily, but Spencer Turnbull to me looks really impressive and as good as he's looked throughout his major league career. Now yesterday, look, six innings, three runs, not a ton of strikeouts. It wasn't some overwhelming performance, but 
what I look for out of him is consistency in regards to mechanics and strike throwing. He had that yesterday. And you look at the runs he gave up. Not all six-inning, three-earned starts are are. are created equal because yesterday he gave up a two-run home run on a pitch to Carlos Santana. Obviously, anytime you know you throw a home run pitch, you, you want it back, but Carlos Santana is a strong man and a very good power hitter. It was a fastball up and in, and Santana, with the strength he has, was able to turn on it. There's a lot of hitters in Major League Baseball in a count like that that would not have been able to turn on that pitch. Should he have th- not thrown it? Yeah, of course. I mean, you, you want that back every time, but I can live with that. A few innings later, you had Gerard Dyson leading off with a double. You had a bunt, and then a sack fly. So basically, he gave up one hit, and one run came around to score. I thought he pitched well. I think the consistency in regards to strike throwing is very appealing, because that's always been my issue with him, is I've worried about his ceiling when it comes to his ability to consistently throw strikes. I know the stuff is there. Like, the the whole argument of does he have the best stuff in the organization, and that doesn't matter to me. I know his stuff is really, really good, and we've seen it be really, really good, but I've also seen him go in inning in two-thirds, only giving up three runs because his pitch count is at 80, three innings into the game. Yesterday, he was at 81 pitches, I believe, through six. He was on a pitch limit still coming off of the COVID list, so under normal circumstances, probably would have been able to go seven innings. I have confidence. I, I really believe if they would have put him out there for another inning, he probably would have gone one, two, three. He was good yesterday, and it, it pains me to have to say this. But Spencer Turnbull will be a hot commodity at the trade deadline if he keeps pitching like this. There's a lot that's very appealing about him. And I w- I've been as anti-don't sell, don't do a full fire sale this trade deadline as anybody. But this team right now doesn't look like they're close to competing. And if they're not close to competing, then yeah, if you can get a lot back for Spencer Turnbull, then do it. We're way early in the game right now. Not going to jump ahead here. He still needs to show more consistency at the major league level, but he looks pretty darn good. I thought he was solid yesterday. A waste of another good pitching performance. Offensively, look, I've, I've said a million times this is a pitiful offense. Yesterday, unlike previous games, here's small steps, ladies and gentlemen. But yesterday, unlike the games that preceded it, they put guys on base. Guys reached base, which is something I cannot say about the previous three games in this series. They didn't score any runs, and they didn't hit with runners in scoring position. And if you are looking for a prime example of why this team doesn't have it and why they haven't had it over the last several years, look no further than that eighth inning. Akil Badu, who, you know what, we are, we're still early, right, we're 23 games in, the Akil Badu storyline is still going strong, I give him a lot of credit, we still got a ways to go, he's still very young, but if there's one guy at the plate right now who appears to be confident, it is him, I think Hinch has done a really good job handling him, I, I don't think they've overplayed him, I think he's done a good job of playing the matchups, putting this guy in position to be confident and put together good at-bats against pitchers that suit him. Uh, He's pretty solid. Let off the eighth inning yesterday with a triple. So it's a 3-2 game. Akil Badu leads off with a triple. Nobody out. Let off the inning. I can't stress that enough. So you have three opportunities to try to get that run in. Let's look at what the Royals did in the fifth inning. Gerard Dyson let off with a double, you bunt, moving the runner to third, and then Whit Merrifield hits a fly ball to center field for a sack fly. So one hit equals one run. You got your one hit in this instance. Badu let off 
with a triple. And you had some guys coming up in your lineup who had been relatively productive for you this season. Now, I mean, you know, it's a two-sided coin because relatively productive on this team means well below average on another team. But you literally, I, I think they were conceding the run. So you put a ball in play. You put one on the ground. You hit a deep sack fly. The run scores. It is borderline impossible for a team that is slightly below average to not get that run in, okay? Nico Goodrum strikes out. Wilson Ramos grounds out to the catcher. Runner does not advance. Victor Reyes strikes out. Not only are those three terrible at-bats, those are three non-competitive at-bats. Two strikeouts and, and a ground out. If it was a line out, a shallow fly out, and a foul out to third base, I'd say, wow, that is brutal, that is terrible, but hell, my expectations are so low, at least you put the ball in play. They only put the ball in play once, and this is going to be a recurring issue, and like, I watch this team, and I'm reminded of the 2015 Astros, not because they're as good in terms of, of you know, athletic prowess and baseball ability, because they're not even close, but the Astros led the league in strikeouts in 2015, and that's when they decided to start banging trash cans. Watching this, man, I'm sorry, and I'm joking here for the most part. I am. I am joking, but bring out the trash can. Let's start, do some, let's do some banging. Because if this team is going to strike out as much as they do, if they are going to be physically incapable of driving runners in from third base with less than one out, then what are we doing? This team will not get anywhere. That right there, I want you to circle that moment and remember that moment 23 games into the season. If by the end of this year, if we're looking for a single inning to describe what the 2021 Detroit Tigers are, it's that. It's you got your rookie, I'm not going to call him a phenom, but your nice little rookie story leading off with a triple, and three guys, two of which have been here for a while, and one guy who's a veteran in Wilson Ramos who can't get that run in, that is wholeheartedly pitiful. Uh, That'll do it for segment number one. I'm going to talk about the rest of the game here in segment number two. This episode is brought to you by 1010, a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced, limited edition designs at fair price points. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today, rings sure to bring joy into her life. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring ideal for engagement mother's day or simply a beautiful conversation piece they're the perfect way to bring light into her life they're available now through mother's day only on bluenile.com just search the words 10 by 10 rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even a new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. 
write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. The Locked On Podcast Network is covering the NFL Draft from all angles. Catch up on the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 podcast presented by Odyssey. Follow Locked On NFL Draft and the Draft Dudes podcast for the latest draft news. And stay tuned for more info about our live NFL Draft coverage. All right, segment two, I want to talk about yesterday's postgame video that I did because it was was one of the more brutal videos that I've done. Follow me on Twitter at Castellani2014 if you're not already. But I flat out said that, in my opinion, it is clear that with the leadership the Tigers have in place, and I've always really felt this way, but I wanted to I wanted to see this thing through to the end because I have, and I've, I've said it on podcasts, I've said it on my Twitter videos, I've said it everywhere, I've held out hope forever that these guys will prove me wrong. I have held out hope forever that there's something I'm missing, that maybe this talent in the farm system, maybe it is legitimate, and it still may be, but I'm officially at a point where I think... It is time we start really knocking some doors down and clamoring that one person, whether it be Illich selling the team or Avila resigning, ends up happening. Because Jeff Brittich, who was the the worst GM in baseball for the Colorado Rockies, Bailey, a.k.a. Foolish Baseball, did a whole video about this, talking about how terrible he is. He resigned yesterday. He had the decency to resign yesterday. We're reaching that point with Al Avila because last year's team, was terrible. And to give them a compliment, I feel dirty kind of doing that, but I will anyway. Last year's team was a different team, slightly different, but a different team nonetheless in regards to just overall watchability. They were terrible. They were the third worst team in baseball. They finished, what, 3-14 and last year, ended up getting a top five pick again, but they were better than 19. Every rebuild like this, where you suck for several years, happened with the Cubs, happened with the White Sox, happened with the Astros, happened with the Blue Jays, you're going to have a bottoming out year. I was willing to accept that 19 was the bottoming out. I I really was. Okay, that's fine. You want to bottom out then? It sucks. I don't believe a big market team should ever have to be as bad as the Tigers were in 2019. But you know what? Hey, it's our bed. We can sleep in it. Fine. I can live with that. Let's, let's move on. Last year's team, you can't get worse, but they got a little bit better. And they made a few signings that were okay. Scope was very good last year. Crone was, you know, in the limited action was solid. The offense was still pitiful, but you're like, okay, maybe we've got Paredes coming up through the system. Jamer had a nice little bounce back here. And let's look at the pitching. Yeah, Boyd was awful, but we saw Mize. Let's see if he can do something. We saw Scubo. Let's see if, let's see if he can do something. The point we've reached now with the product that we're seeing at Comerica Park is... They could hit with every one of these guys. Mize, Manning, and Scooball could be Cy Young caliber pitchers. Torkelson and Green could end up being Mantle and bleeping DiMaggio, right? And they still won't be able to field a competitive team because the administration that they have right now with Alavila and with Chris Illich are incompetent. And I, I hate, I really do hate to say that. A lot of people think I, I, I'm giddy about this, that I find joy in ripping guys. All I want is for these guys to succeed. All I want is for them to prove me wrong. And at least in Avila's case, Illich doesn't talk, so I can't say it about him. But at least in Avila's case, he's handled himself with class. Uh, and he has done good things for this organization. Not as a GM, but he has. 
It's been five years. They are 7-16 and 16 on pace to be the worst team in baseball this year. It's time we reassess. Now, again, another reason why, like, and Avila is a terrible GM, but the reason I don't completely put it all on him is he didn't give himself that extension, and I don't care how terrible of a job you're doing, if somebody gives you a contract extension to stay as the GM of a, of a professional baseball team, you sign it. It's the same thing with, like, the terrible Jordan Zimmerman contracts. Ironic, because who gave him that contract but Al Avila? It, like, I, I don't get on him for the, for the extension. I get on Illich for that. But for any person right now, and I've fallen into this category as well, and still do to a certain extent the idea of there's nothing Avila can do. The signings are terrible because Illich has his hands tied behind his back. It's a limited shoestring budget. Okay, let me ask you a question. How have the Rays done with a shoestring budget? What do the A's do with a shoestring budget? What have the Indians done with a shoestring budget? Year in and year out, they're competitive. The Indians have a Cy Young winner in their farm system every year for the last seven years. The Rays were in the World Series last year. The A's are in the playoffs every year. They just won 13 games in a row after an 0-6 start. Four of them coming against your Tigers. I don't want to hear that anymore. Oh, you can't put the signings on him. Yes, you can, because he's not signing good players. This is the year that's going to end up breaking me, people. This is the year that's going to break me. Because if you don't, if you have not had relative expectations in year five of the rebuild, then you just don't care. And what's sad, the saddest part, here we go. I'm going off in the, into ranting territory. If you're not a fan of this, turn it off. But I think you know my brand at this point. The saddest part is that my expectations were low. I had this team winning 70 games. That's nothing. Teams do that in their sleep. Every player on the Los Angeles Dodgers could get hit by a bus and their farm system would win 70 games this year. That's not a lofty goal in year five of a rebuild. I don't know why my voice is getting so high. I apologize. This team just drives me nuts. And they are still worse than I ever thought that they could be. And don't give me the injuries. Don't say, oh, well, Miggy's been injured. Miguel Cabrera... I've never felt this way before throughout this whole thing. Miguel Cabrera may retire after this year. Miguel Cabrera is absolutely shot. Do I think he will? No, but the way things are going with him, that looks like a guy who just doesn't have a whole lot of interest in playing baseball right now. And that is harsh, and I love Miggy. He is a first ballot Hall of Famer and one of the greatest baseball players I have ever seen, but that man looks toast right now. He'll have these spurts, and maybe he'll bounce back with a spurt where he hits three home runs in a week, but he does not look good. I know he singled yesterday, got thrown out at home plate again! Been doing that for 12 freaking years, and it's never been cute. I don't necessarily blame this on him, but it brings back some bad memories because he lost us two playoff games pulling that crap. Nomar Mazzara is on the injured list. N Nomar Mazzara ain't Cody Bellinger, okay? He's a 760 OPS guy at best. I'm not chalking up this team's a losing streak to Nomar Mazzara being on the IL. This is a remarkably untalented roster. And yeah, I'm frustrated. I'm angry. I'm pissed off. How can you not be? I've watched this team every... I make dumb little videos for this team after every game and have for five years. And you could pluck any random video I made three years ago and put it in the middle of this rebuild. And outside of me being you know, 30, 40 pounds heavier, I say the same stuff. Because we're going through the same process. They're probably going to end up trading Turnbull or Boyd. And guess what? With If the same administration is, is in place going forward, then two years from now they're going to end up trading Green or Paredes or any one of these guys. They aren't even close to competing right now. And by the way, they got three games coming up on the road in Chicago. They got three games on the road 
in New York against the Bombers and three games on the road in Boston against the first place Red Sox. This thing is going to get a whole lot worse before it gets any better. And that is painful. All right. What is great about baseball, though? What's great about baseball is the fact that there's another game today and we get a chance to start this process all over. I got it out of my system. Let's try to have some kind of hope going forward because the Tigers are about to make a long road trip and it starts tonight in Chicago against the White Sox. We'll be right back. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and NHL are in full swing. Bet online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online your online sportsbook experts. We're covering everything you need to know about the Tigers, but what about the rest of sports? Now the Locked On Podcast Network has you covered there as well with Locked On Today. It's hosted by the great Peter Bukowski, and it's all the sports news you need every morning in under 20 minutes. Follow the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Game number one of this series against the Chicago White Sox. I'm really looking forward to watching this. I like the White Sox a lot. That's a very fun team. Pitching for the Tigers tonight is Jose Urania. He's 0-3 with a 4-5-7 ERA. This, of course, duh, coming from MLB.com, Urania has been a strike-throwing, grounder-inducing machine his last two starts after walking nine batters over seven and two-thirds innings in the two starts prior. He has tossed seven innings of two-run ball in those last two outings against the A's and Pirates. He's going to have his work cut out for him. This White Sox lineup is good. And by the way, you're going to have to face Tim Anderson five times a game. So good luck, you know, maneuvering, dealing your way around that. But hey, if he throws strikes, he can be competitive. That's the one thing about Urania that people have always said. When his command is good, he's not bad. The problem is his command has been good like 40% of the time. He reminds me of a right-handed version of what Francisco Liriano was in the latter part of his career, where you, you'll you see him in glimpses and be like, this guy's not that bad. No, he's all right. He'll give you some innings. When his command is good, the problem is Francisco Liriano just walked too many people. Now, Francisco Liriano at his peak, far superior pitcher to Jose Urania. I just felt like that was a you know, fair comp. On the mound for the Chicago White Sox is one of my favorite pitchers, Lucas Giolito. He's 1-1 one one with a 5.79 ERA. Don't let the ERA fool you. He had an abysmal start last time out. This from MLB.com. Giolito was originally scheduled to start Sunday, but was moved back a few days after suffering a cut on the top of his middle finger. When trying to open a glass water bottle on a Monday in Cleveland, he has thrown a bullpen and will be ready to go versus Detroit. Ignore the ERA. Ignore the numbers. This guy's one of the best pitchers in the American League. I love watching this guy pitch. He has grown up so much as a pitcher. Watch the interview that Foolish Baseball did with him. I thought that was great. Probably the most wholesome guy in Major League Baseball. Not the best guy. I would still say that's probably Matt Boyd, but maybe the most wholesome dude in the sport. This guy's he's a smart pitcher, and really, he's kind of invented a, a different way of throwing the baseball, to be honest with you. I mean, he's one of the only pitchers in baseball who likes to throw his changeup up in the zone. That's a rarity, but he makes it work. I love his stuff. I love the short arm motion. He's got very fluid, clean mechanics. I know the ERA is bad, but I expect him to go out there tonight and do some dealing. Maybe a long night for the Tigers, but hopefully, of course, hopefully I am wrong. But that will do it 
for today's show. You can follow me on Twitter at Castellani2014. That's at C-A-S-T-E-L-L-A-N-I-2014. You can follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnTigers. While you're at it, go to Apple Podcasts, go to iTunes, leave a written positive five-star review of this program. It would be much, much appreciated. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening to my ranting. I truly hope I can have something good to talk about in one of these podcasts. It'd be great. I would love to spend a whole podcast praising this team, but they don't give me a whole lot to root for here. That'll do it. Thank you very much for tuning in, everybody. Have a great rest of your day. And as always, no matter what, go Tigers.